0: Kind of a big podcast today. (laughs) A lot going on on today's show. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been an amazing week. the The first hour of the podcast, we go over what is happening to the energy um, companies in our country. We show you the bribery, the graft, the uh, stealing of your children's future while using your money to do it. I mean, it's this is honestly how you will own nothing in twenty thirty. Um, And I don't know. I'm sure there are other people that have maybe reported on it, but this is the first I've seen it. Um, And we've been working on it for several weeks. And we're just at the beginning of the story of what's in the Inflation Reduction Act and what's happening around the country already because of it. Plus a way to stop it. And society may not own anything in 2030, but you own at least one thing. (laughs) You got a new new toy. I got a new toy. Mm. Uh, It's uh, kind of a... I mean, it just sits there in a stack of papers. (laughs) It's a little dark, too, for a toy. Um, And you can probably find this uh, on theblaze.com, the actual story about it. It's quite... Interesting and a little bit satisfying, uh, the complete paperwork of all of the um, lead attorney's uh, files from Roe v. Wade went up for sale. They thought it would go to someone who would be promoting abortion. Uh, Unfortunately for them, I purchased it, unbeknownst to them. Uh, and just received it today. We didn't want to announce it until I actually had it in my hands. Uh, but you'll hear all about that and, uh, and what we plan on doing with that all on today's podcast. Brought to you by American Giant. They started doing business uh, with us, I think, last year, and we ran a flight of commercials for them because I really believe in the founder and the founding principles and the product that they make. Uh, it's American Giant, and the company was started by Bayard Winthrop. And I had him in on something unrelated, and he ended up. We ended up hitting it off, and then he started falling in love with you, the audience. And so he um, advertised, and he's wanted to be a part of the show, and uh, because he thinks that you can, you're cut from the same cloth, so to speak. We we want to save America. We want to restore you know, some of our factory skills and stop shutting these little towns down. Well, that's what he does. American Giant started in 2012 when a clothing factory in Middlesex, North Carolina was about to be shut down. He didn't want that to happen. He started his company. He worked with the factory to invest in new machinery and skill development. And here we are 10 years later and now he is challenging people openly. Levi's, make 5% of your clothing here and you would rock the world. They make the best hoodie you've seen since probably your dad's uh, sweatshirts. It's the way we used to make them here in America, but we sold off all the equipment. I'm pretty sure Bayard himself went to Japan to find that equipment, repair it, and bring it back here to America, and then train the workers how to make that great hoodie. You'll find it at American-Giant.com. That's American-Giant.com. Use the uh, slash Glenn afterwards so he knows who you are. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. You're listening to The Best of the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. As Stu said a minute ago, all of this can be found right now at GlennBeck.com, and I urge you, urge you to get this. What they're doing is they are in the dead of night without talking to you about it through ESG standards and also through, I think, bribery. They are dismantling our power grid. And when I say they, I mean this administration, all throughout the administration, do not waste any time with anyone who says this isn't happening because it is. It is. Let me tell you about another power plant. Just told you about one in uh, New Mexico. Let me tell you about Delta, Utah. Delta, Utah. Early retirement of reliable energy like coal. It's happening everywhere. Now, I know you're probably thinking, well, Glenn, don't say everywhere because no way we would send billions and billions and billions of dollars. To do this in other countries, right? I mean, we have our own problems, like in East Palestine, 43,000 animals have now died. Or how about this report from The Guardian? Did you know the United States is now averaging one chemical accident every two days? But the mainstreaming is not reporting on that, you know. People are reporting illnesses. By the way, the government's ultimate solution apparently now is something they hated just 10 years ago and that's hydrogen they're putting all of your money and all of our power grid chips on hydrogen which at currently you have to hit water with huge amounts of electricity now i don't think anybody's going to complain about using water to make hydrogen do you then you not only have to hit that water To split the two O's from the H, you have to use more electricity, more energy to get that water to split than what the H will give you in electricity at the end. Oh, and by the way, I haven't even mentioned transporting hydrogen, you know, to the plant where it burns. Should we build pipelines? That's a good idea. How about putting it on trains to transport all over the country? Because that would be safe. You know, the Germans just floated it in something. What was that? uh, The Hindenburg. Yeah, that's going to be good. But no matter what, our money is well spent and invested. And we apparently apparently have more than enough money. The Inflation Reduction Act... um, in there we are not only paying power companies billions to shut down plants that are currently providing us with stable energy but they also get the money only and if they sell or tear them down in other words they are blocking the door there's no going back you wonder if we could have possibly been behind blowing up the pipelines no we couldn't have done that putting europe into a situation where they couldn't go back to russia they couldn't get gas? No, we'd never do that. We're doing it to our own people here. But I digress. Our climate in chief hero has, um, uh, has now seen to it that through his big heart and our seemingly endless wallet, that $8.5 billion, some of your tax money, is being sent today to South Africa. The Just Energy Transition Partnership, not meaning just energy is all we care about. No, no, no. They care about energy that is also just. And it will help South Africa retire their coal-fired energy plants. Now, if I did a poll and said, hey, you know, a billion dollars times eight and a half, should we send that to South Africa or East Palestine? I wonder how that would end up in the polls. Oh, we should focus on our own towns, our own medicine, infrastructure, schools, and homeless. I hear that all the time. But Obama fixed health care. Beginning with Hillary Clinton, she made sure that, you know, the vaccines are fine. Most drugs, you know, are made here in the U.S., except they're not. Every campaign since George W. Bush, I've heard about our crumbling infrastructure. In fact, the American Reinvestment Act, the first bill ever, ever in the history of the world to spend in one bill nearly one trillion dollars which seems kind of quaint right now i still don't know what we got from it but the biden generosity with our money you know the money that you pay on tax day which by the way is every dollar you make from january until almost tax day in april is going to another country And another country that Americans really probably can't even find on a map. How about Indonesia? I've heard wonderful things about Indonesia. They're the future. The U.S.-led program recently announced a $20 billion partnership to be transforming Indonesia. Indonesia, by the way, the largest coal exporter in the world. But now we're giving them billions of dollars to transition off of coal. Now, how's that going to work? That's going to work out well, right? How's it going to affect places like, I don't know, Europe? Remember, Europe is in dire trouble. Coal, fracking, nuclear, all shut down over there. To compensate, they've been reaching out to places like Indonesia to supply them with reliable energy. But their good, good friends here in America are telling India, let us give you billions of dollars and you shut that down. Last year, the European Union imported 5.85 million tons of coal from Indonesia. That was over a 1,300% increase from the year before. Well, good news is if we can shut these power plants down, we can have all the coal in the world, but no place to burn it. This is where your tax dollars are going. Is this what you want our power grid to look like in the coming months and years? Maybe the best way to describe all of this, in I believe, is not sabotage. It is treason. They are killing our country. They are knowingly sending American energy into untested and unreliable waters, and they are kicking the door closed behind us, and they did it by lying to you by putting this into the Inflation Reduction Act. This is your money. This is your children's future. Without cheap and plentiful, reliable energy, we become Mexico. I told you in 2007 that this was gonna be the plan, I just didn't know how they were gonna do it. I remember them saying, we gotta bring the rest of the world up to America's standards. Well, when they figured they can't do that, to make things equitable, you need to bring America down to the rest of the world's standards. I care about the planet. But this is not settled science. If it was, countries would be spending money discovering ways humans could live in hot temperatures. We'd be storing food. We'd be finding ways to farm underground if we had to. Not killing our farmland, our farmers, while building cars that run on electricity from power plants that were closing down. And bigger than this, if this was such a big problem and the world all knew it, why, why do we have to bribe companies and countries to do it? Arrogance, lies, corruption, sabotage, or treason? Now listen, Utah has just put a bill out. They refuse to have their energy policy dictated by the radicals that are now running our federal government. Their solution was HB 425, which mandates that power companies must notify the state if they intend to shut reliable energy short sources down, and they cannot prevent coal power energy production. These power plants, the government wants them sold for scrapped. Scrap. They are worth billions of dollars they will take us 10 years to replace just the power plant once they tear them down you're 10 years away there's no going back you tell the federal government they have no right to take your state sovereignty by seizing the way we do we power our communities the template has already been written, and it has been proven that we can fight back. Utah just did it. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program at glenbeck.com. Today we have um, we have made available some information that I shared last night, and again in hour number one of this podcast. Uh, And it is about the Inflation Reduction Act and what the United States government is doing to literally destroy our power grid. They are literally paying uh, power companies to shut down coal plants early, retire them early before you have things to replace it, retire them and then destroy them. So there's no way back. It is, in my opinion, it's sabotage at best there is there's no reason to do it this way um but that is exactly what is happening and a lot of it is buried in our inflation reduction act there is a state that led the way on this it is uh utah they just passed last week i think the governor it's on the governor's desk he may have signed it it's hb 425 And this is the first successful state-level pushback against the transformation of our energy grid, especially without your knowledge. And that you can find at Glenbeck.com. I urge you to either watch Last Night's Show on Blaze TV or get part of that information from hour number one of this podcast uh, and then become active. Now, West Virginia is another state that has been leading the way on anti-ESG, Um, and Patrick Morrissey is the West Virginia Attorney General. And he is also fighting back on this, and I'd like him to explain what's happening in West Virginia, what you're fighting against, and what you're doing about it. Hi, Patrick. How are you?
1: I'm doing great, Glenn. It's good to be with you today, and we are out in front. I feel like I've been leading the charge on this. We're now into year 10 of fighting all these efforts to close coal fire power plants and we've had some huge wins as you know yeah. at the u.s supreme court west virginia vpa i've led the way against the esg nonsense for the last number of years and we've been pushing back on green new deal but this is a multi-front war and we need to leverage all of our resources and get all of our sister states to push back on the nonsense coming from the federal government
0: so we have we've the public has spent billions of dollars on these power plants They are currently running and running well. And all over the country, the EPA is putting such onerous uh, uh, regulations on them. They just announced yesterday another $220 million worth of regulations. And then inside the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, spread out through several agencies, they are guaranteeing things like 100% of your profit for the next 10 years. All you have to do is shut the power plant down and – sell it for scrap or get rid of it. Um, it, Am I right that one of the power plants was shut down in uh, West Virginia because of this?
1: Well, I know that there are a number of power plants that are at risk.
0: At risk, okay.
1: Yeah, at risk from the Inflation Reduction Act, which, Glenn, you're exactly right. Not only is that wrongly named, When it says inflation reduction, that was such an absurd uh, title because what it's doing is it's actually going to make it harder for fossil fuels to survive. And they poured a lot of money into this. Here in West Virginia, though, we are fighting back. We are getting gearing up. There was a common sense bill passed that requires our state public service commission uh, to approve any retirements of our state's coal-fired power plants, So we're trying to push back against the untoward financial incentives that the feds have put out. And obviously, on separate fronts, I've been working in leading litigation, stopping the federal agency's authority uh, to regulate in carbon emissions when they lacked authority to do so. So there's a lot we're doing, but um, you're right to focus on states pushing back because the financial incentives are on tour, and our citizens are the ones who will pay the price Big through time. higher prices at the pump and through our utility bills.
0: Yeah, if if you don't, I mean, there are some uh, regions of the country they're already behind twenty-one, twenty-five percent in uh, in energy production. They start shutting these down, and you're going to have blackouts and brownouts all across the country on Tuesday. Uh, Senate Bill 609 there in West Virginia uh, was approved. I don't know if it has been passed yet, but there are apparently four inactive power plants awaiting demolition. uh, And the uh, Senate bill now is stopping them from being torn down, right?
1: That's right. That's what I mentioned. So uh, it's actually shifting the decision uh, over so the public service commission will have to approve the retirement of these plants. And so we want to make sure that these utilities, where there could be a clear conflict of interest sure. in terms of deciding whether to preserve the power plants or replace them, that they're not the only decision makers uh, in the mix. And, and I would add, Glenn, when you look at what the left is trying to do when they talk about a hundred million electric cars, Where do they think that the power is going to come from? Is it going to come from uh, all these renewables? Well, it's not in the very near future. It would come from baseload efficient power, such as coal and natural gas. And West Virginia has that in abundance. Unfortunately, uh, the Biden administration has really been targeting this uh, through every vehicle, not just through the EPA, but every Federal agency seems to have a climate change division attached to it, and we work to push back against that.
0: Well, I, I I have to tell you, I wouldn't have a problem with this if these power companies were saying we're building new plants for a different kind of power, but we're keeping the power plant that's running coal right now uh, online. When this one comes online, we'll see how reliable it is, and we may power this one down somewhat, but we'll keep it ready in reserve, but they're not. They they, they are uh, giving us wishes, hopes, and ponies while shutting down anything that could help us in case it doesn't work and destroying you know, it. If you
1: look, you're exactly right. And what happens, it's important for your listeners to know that this is all predicated on authority that the federal government doesn't actually have. So, you may recall when we went up to the Supreme Court and we won West Virginia VPA, we shut down large portions of Biden's Green New Deal yes. because for years they were on tender hooks. They had such a slim read of authority, yet they tried to advance. But then, what the administration does, they go to the markets, to Wall Street, yep. they try to do everything they can to use their uh, political pressure and financial pressure to get their preferred sources of energy lifted up and their sources of energy, which they don't like to get shut down. So these folks are being more abusive and you're right. They're not offering alternatives because there's no way that these new sources of energy are going to be able to uh, fill up the needs of Americans. Uh, and, And I'm very concerned about what this means for West Virginia, not only the loss of jobs, but, we think that the price of energy is just going to continue to skyrocket. That drives inflation rather than lowering it.
0: Well, this is similar to what um, uh, Europe did a few years ago, and they're now paying ten times the price for uh, for energy. Um, let me ask you: You know, you were talking about how the federal government is working, and they're just twisting arms, and then going to all of the, their allies in the in the uh, private markets. Um, all I can think of is. There's got to be a way to use the RICO Act. Isn't that what the RICO Act was tried to do, was break up these mob-like uh, entities?
1: Well, I mean, look, I, I can tell you this. We use every single tool in West Virginia. I've been at this for a long time, and uh, we don't have much in the way of a criminal authority uh, within our office, Yeah, some of those yeah. initiatives. However, what I would tell you, Glenn, is that one of the things I did when I came in is we looked at every regulation in every area. We've been, obviously, for three or four years pushing back on the ESG. We're leading a 24-state coalition against what the Securities and Exchange Commission is trying to do. And we're participating in broad-based investigations. We think, Glenn, there are antitrust violations with a lot of these financial BMOPS. Oh, yeah. We're trying to get together and use these new metrics, these ESG metrics, which actually don't help everyday consumers and actually might bring back a worse return in the marketplace. But they most certainly advance the far left political agenda.
0: We're talking to Patrick Morrissey. He is the West Virginia attorney general and been on the front lines of fighting uh, not only the EPA, but also ESG and uh, now energy as well. Thank you so much, Patrick. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, thanks so much, Glenn. Appreciate you bet.
0: it. Patrick Morrissey, West Virginia Attorney General. Thank God we've had some real good Attorney Generals. Right now, mortgage rates. By the way, you can get uh, uh, this bill, the one in Utah that's already been passed. It's dirt strong. It puts things uh, on hold, takes the power back to you where you have to approve. Yeah, you go ahead and shut that down. Uh, Studies have to be done. This is all just to make sure those power plants are not torn down. But you can get that at glenbeck.com. Please send this to all of your legislators and uh, senators in your state and your governor. Every state must protect their own power plants. This is the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Steve Dace joins us now. He's Blaze TV host of The Steve Dace Show. Just a total coincidence that we found a guy named Steve Dace to host that show, but uh, we did. He's also the co-author of Rise of the Fourth Reich and uh, the um, writer and producer, I think. producer. What, what is your role in the movie, Steve?
2: I am I'm the muse and the executive producer. Executive the, producer, I
0: am uh, of yeah. *Nefarious*, which is a uh, new movie. You find out all about it: whoisnefarious.com. dot um, It's coming out soon, and I'm going to be real honest with you. My expectation of movies that come from the right have, no pun intended, uh, been uh, notoriously uh, um, reserved. I mean, I, my expectations are like, mm, okay. Well, let's see what this one looks like. And if it's a decent at all, you're thrilled. This movie shocked me um, because it is a really hard movie to make, and it better have one of the best actors in it I've ever seen. The guy's playing, you know, basically a devil, uh, and uh, to convince people of that is like really, it, it, Steve remarkable what's the name of that actor sean
2: patrick flannery and a lot of your listeners might remember him from back in the day with boondock saints and and powder and uh several other big films in the late 90s and early 2000s and and you're right uh glenn i mean he it, he puts in a jack nicholson in the shining
0: he does. level of
2: performance In he the does film.
0: i think the guy could get an oscar if he were you know if he wasn't in a you know a a Christian movie, or a or a conservative mm-hmm. movie, or something like that. If it if he was playing the devil, and it was you know f- to get everybody to join, uh, he'd mm-hmm. get an Oscar. But um, he's phenomenal. So when does the movie come out?
2: It hits theaters uh, April fourteenth nationwide.
0: Mm.
2: Right now, we're probably looking at around sixteen hundred or so theaters across the country. We'll. Have all those listed later this month uh, at whoisnefarious.com. Our big marketing push for the movie begins actually today. Uh, we're going to unveil here in a moment the, the full trailer for the movie. Have you seen it yet? I have not. I not, you had not seen I, it.
0: No, I have not I seen it. I want to get
2: your live reaction. Yeah. Okay, well, that
0: could good. be dangerous. Could be dangerous, but...
2: Uh, you know me. I like to live on the edge. Right? All right. Okay. I love
0: being on the edge. So let's yeah. go ahead. Here's the trailer for Nefarious.
2: Execution scheduled for 11 p.m. But he's trying to convince us he's gone insane. And therefore incapable of being executed. I need you to
0: prove he's faking it. Edward?
2: I'm going to ask you some questions.
0: I'm not Edward. I'm a demon.
2: Demons aren't really a thing. <laughs> what happened to Edward? We own him. <laughs> he's a master manipulator you have your head so twisted around you think you're the killer not him and give me something to make me believe you prove to me you're a demon
0: it's probably just a coincidence
2: i want to talk to the real Edward, Edward. makes me do bad i can't <laughs> stop him I need you to see something. You got a fan. Did the same thing with all his victims. Help me! I'm trying to, Edward, but you have to answer my questions. You have to tell me the truth. It won't let me! It can go away. It can go away. Yes?
0: No. That is a goosebump. We tell you exactly what it is that we'd like you to do. Uh, This is a goosebump trailer. That is really a good trailer. Really good trailer. Uh, If you were sitting in a movie theater, I wouldn't know if that was a Blumhouse. Uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't see. I would not have thought it's a Christian, you know, centered movie. Um, it looks yep. like a, a horror movie, and really is. Yep. To watch it is the guy is so good, and it tells the story of this guy who is uh, a a uh, a guy who just kind of let uh, Satan in slowly, and this this demon that keeps jumping from people to people is just torturing this guy. And the way he plays it, almost a schizo personality to where uh, mm. once in a while he, the real guy comes through and he's so terrified. Help me, help me, help me. It is amazing. Really good. Really good, Steve.
2: Thank you. Uh, we set out to just make a darn good movie and figured if we do that, all of our worldviews will shine through on its own. Uh, and you know, I try to practice that model with my show as you do, and it worked. And yeah. we kind of made... Uh, a movie, if The Exorcist and Screwtape Letters had a baby, <laughs> yeah,
0: this, this would be, be it the
2: movie it would make.
0: Yeah, this okay? would be it, with um, less and, pea soup and, vomiting. And,
2: yes. Yeah. The, the, all of the graphic uh, grossities of uh, Exorcist are not in this movie, but this is more of an intellectual invasion, a philosophical invasion. And the the movie is going to say, it is going to say what our audiences have long wanted movies to say to the culture. This This movie was made to confront the culture via this left-wing psychiatrist that Jordan Belfi plays. yeah, He is the stand-in for American culture. Do you understand the abyss we are walking into? Do you understand where the origin of the, of, the, of, the, of the things you're asserting, the policies you want, the direction you want to take the country, do you know where that comes from? In this movie, we will confront them with that.
0: That is really powerful. Steve, uh, thank you so much uh, for coming on and sharing the trailer. Again, the movie, uh, you can find out all the information at the website, whoisnefarious.com. Whoisnefarious.com. And the movie.
2: starring Glenn Beck, don't forget. Guest starring Glenn Beck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have to apologize to the audience for that because I I watched it and I'm like. Oh, my dear God. Get that guy off the screen. It is woof. You did great. Uh You did phenomenal. (laughs) Um, It's uh, April 14th in theaters everywhere. Find out all about it at (laughs) whoisnefarious.com.